Hi pals, this has now been rebranded as the Mobile Mentor Podcast, so bear with us through the brand mind body old branding, all content is just as valuable. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Brand Mind Body Podcast. I'm Alex Blanks. Feed your mind and body right to make yourself into a better brand. Everything is a brand nowadays, even people. What we do, what we say, the choices we make and how we behave, and these shape how we progress through life. So it's time to do some work internally and make ourselves into personal brands we're super proud of. Happy listening! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Brand Mind Body, the episode on how to be alone. And it is exactly that. It's about 15 minutes of me talking about my experience of shedding that connotation that you should always have friends around you, you should always be busy, you should always be filling your time. Um, and being alone is uncomfortable. I'm unpicking that and I'm picking why it's uncomfortable and offering useful ways for us to use time alone and seeing time alone as empowering and being in a position of strength and I find that there's often a bit of a taboo around being alone in society but now I think it's coming to the forefront that it's kind of cool and people should embrace it so if you've ever thought about this and always wondered how people spend so much time alone or they find so much to do when they're alone maybe this episode might be for you I offer some really practical stuff towards the end um, and offer my own personal anecdotes of how I found comfort in being alone more than being around company I guess but also want to apologise for the sound quality in this one because I did record it as a video, as my first video podcast and I got really scared about releasing the video and I know I kind of talk about how you shouldn't really kind of give in to other people's perception of you as much but something didn't feel right, it wasn't the right time I think and my gut was saying just stick to audio for now so until I find the right content and the right way to produce the content and present the content I won't be putting a YouTube out just yet, a YouTube podcast but um, yeah, that's why the sound quality is a bit tinny, but the content is still as valuable. So I do hope you take something from this episode. Let me know your feedback and let me know if you would like to see a YouTube podcast. I'll just be filming myself chatting as I usually would. Um, yeah, enjoy the episode. The reason why I want to explore this topic is because it's very close to my heart and it's uh, something I do a lot and something I am a lot. Um, but I don't feel ashamed of it and I've never felt ashamed of it and I never feel that it's in like a position of weakness I never feel that people should pity me and equally for anyone out there who likes being alone or feels a bit like they're judging themselves when they are alone more or want to be alone or for people who are judging others for being alone let's change it up being alone isn't a position of weakness it isn't um it doesn't identify you as someone with character flaws it is actually I think a position of power and it's a position of opportunity a position of growth a position of being selfish without hurting anyone um, and this is the main reason why I love being alone and um, and I want to kind of like talk about it more to break the taboo of being alone and celebrate all the wonderful things that can come from it. So a bit about myself, I started this journey um, being alone more often than not, primarily solo travelling. When I was 23 I kind of came up against some quite intense issues in my personal life, I had a really intense relationship and I was like, I just need to get out of here. I kind of lost who I was and I didn't really know how to remedy it except follow this gut feeling that was just like, just go. And I knew by going alone that I could just be selfish and like nourish myself and do exactly what I wanted, like at the time when I needed without hurting anyone else and without compromising what I needed. So that really strengthened me. I did like nearly a year out there. Um, I could kind of be with, with people when I needed to be. 
but I could also separate myself and go fill myself up when I needed to be. And I learned the power in it. At first, it was really hard to just accept that being alone is like your natural state. As a human, you're just, you come into this world alone, you leave alone. Um, and just to kind of come back to that and be like, this is really what it would be like if we didn't have the power of human connection and like without friends and family. But obviously that is needed to some extent because humans are a species, we can't exist alone. But I think we all need to kind of tap in a bit more to the power of being alone. Um, I would say I'm like 70% introvert, but I have extrovert tendencies and I love being social and I love people and I love collaborating and I love um, giving that energy out to people and just like absorbing that in when I'm in a social situation. But I can't be consistent with that. I need to spend probably two thirds of my week alone, like days out, but then coming back knowing there's like some sort of like human interaction or something if I've just not really had that in the day. Um, so yeah, it's been a long process of trial and error trying to understand how I work best, um, like being with people versus not. And I've kind of come up with like a solid formula, which is like probably two thirds of the week, me time. And then a third, being around people. Um, I actually spent a month alone in Antigua, like last year, 2018, um, on an island in like a really secluded part. And I was like, wow, this is too much. This is where you could definitely venture into loneliness. And that is really bad for like mental health and general, general health. So I realized like that was going to extremes and I don't need to push myself that much, but I acknowledge my limit. Um, but yeah, I do want to change the taboo about being alone. Um, recently there's been a book, book published called What a Time to Be Alone by The Slum Flower. Um, and it's kind of like her take on female empowerment and and basically like removing toxic relationships from your life and seeing that you are enough by being alone and you can can, can only really do that when you are um re-evaluating your life getting that space for reflection and i think this kind of like aligns with my thought my thought process on the fact that growth is really facilitated by being alone you grow exponentially faster i think as a human um and you get so much more clarity as a human on like what your life holds when you are alone because the likelihood of you reflecting on your behaviour and looking back um, isn't probable when you're with people. You just don't have time, you're very stimulated by the environment, what's going on, and you're never probed to think inward. But when you are alone, you're just with your mind and it's kind of like, time's up honey, let's have a chat about how you chat, how you chatted to your dad last week or how you treated that you know, animal in the street when they didn't really do anything to you just because you had a bad day. So yeah, I do think that's like a really positive space for reflecting and reevaluating and looking ahead obviously not too much so you're always like thinking but there needs to be like that healthy balance of reevaluating your life in order to make the most fruitful journey forward um okay so other than the book what a time to be alone there's been a rising trend in single person dining experiences especially in japan and china so when i worked in trend forecasting this was like a big thing a year and a half ago that was kind of upcoming and no doubt it will come to like other big cities because obviously like our lifestyle trends are gearing towards spending most of our time alone, like going to work, coming back, convenience, eating, ordering. So like now there's like an opportunity in that restaurant space where people just want to go and like treat themselves to dinner or even just eat out without having to go home and order. So yeah, there's like a growing market there. Um, and that I think that's evidence itself for like this breaking of the taboo, that it is not a sad thing. I think we just all need to adjust our mindsets about how we think about being alone. Um, so yeah, this kind of leads into my first point and I'm going to go over like some tips on how to be alone and how to utilize your time being alone. The first one being, firstly, decide that being alone is cool. And it's it might you might feel it as being uncomfortable at first, but as long as you tell yourself 
this is really needed and this is powerful and this is an opportunity rather than seeing it as like this is sad, this is lonely, um, this isn't as fun as being with other people. No, switch, reverse that thinking. Um, don't be ashamed. It's a perfect opportunity to unlock creativity and productivity. Um, it took me a while to kind of really believe that. I was saying it to myself for ages and then when I saw results I was like, ah, oh, being alone is really good. I'm doing so much. I'm achieving so much. Um, and then when I do go back to social situations, I feel a thousand times more full and more engaged and more stimulated and like present with people rather than just feeling like completely drained and like, you know, not satisfied. And I had less to give when I was always like around people anyway. So now I really know that I have to see being alone as cool. And I think it is. I think it just means that you're balanced and you're strong and you don't have to rely on anyone and um, anything and you can see all your relationships as a positive and anything anyone does for you you can see that as a positive and um, rather than just a kind of general expectation or a general like default in your relationships um, secondly if you're a planner and you like knowing what's coming set a plan write a to-do list of all the things you need to do all the things you like doing as a default to go do when you are alone because sometimes it, I've kind of been through this it can send you into a frenzy when you're suddenly like oh, my friend's called out at dinner and now I'm alone. I don't know what to do myself. You'll get like, oh, I feel a bit lost and like, I don't know what to do. I feel confused and I feel like my time's like being wasted or that there's that kind of like FOMO mentality going with it and you feel a bit like um, like a wet flannel on the side, like don't really know where to put yourself. So if you if you ever feel like that, write a list before that when you're in like, um, I guess, more productive headspace or if you're around people or have 10 minutes at work. Um, put down a list of things you need to do and then when it comes to it you can squip that out and be like oh cool I can use my time effectively and I'm not just like sitting there like swiping on something or just like texting people to kind of like fill the time um, so then it becomes unproductive um, the third one use the time to do what you love um, and grow something new so basically this kind of taps into our productivity thing um, so yeah it also links to Jay Shetty's podcast on purpose. He has an episode called um, Seven Things You Can Do to Boost Your Mental Health. And he discusses that it's really good to adopt something that helps you learn uh, and engages your brain rather than something passive. Because like a default of being alone could be just like watch Netflix or sit back and be really passive in something. But um, studies suggest and also I think from personal experience, when I'm engaged and I'm doing something that is like progressing my mind or making me feel like I'm working towards something. Being alone feels like I've used my time in a better way, not just kind of like gone. It might not work for everyone, but I just really swear by it. Like I listen to podcasts, even reading, reading and walk, podcasting and walking, um, creating these podcasts, for, uh, for example. Um, anything that kind of can stimulate a brain makes you feel a bit like you're progressing and humans love progression. Um, spoke about this in my recent Happiness IGTV Tony Robbins believes that progression is one of the keys to happiness, like the core ones. People need to know that they're moving, they're growing, they're not static, and it gives them a bit more purpose. So I think if we translate that into loan time, beneficial. Um, I would say, I don't want to like rule out Netflix, but if you do like love watching TV and you love like watching documentaries or just consuming video content, which is perfectly fine, I love doing that too, it might be an idea to like add value to that by perhaps like if you're watching uh, if you're a film buff and you're watching a series of movies in your spare time, in your alone time, then why not add value by like tweeting reviews or creating like a database of reviews or like cool information like the colour schemes using films or whatever your angle is, like using that time to kind of decipher trends or like learn something new or create something from your consumption experience. 
start a blog. I don't know. Anyway, I, I sound like a preacher there, so just ignore my tone as if I do that. Like, not at all. <laughs> I just watch the documentary and then go to sleep. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Okay. Yeah, every time you are alone, write a short note to self or diary entry or notes on your phone about how you felt. Like, maybe the transition from when it started to how it ended. And do this every time, literally, like, a few lines. So then you can map how you're feeling throughout each time. And I guarantee you'll get better. Like, I think monitoring and reflecting on your alone time is really important as well as being in the alone time. Because then you can either review your activities for your next time or just, like, you know, concentrate on how you're feeling. And then that will, like, help you understand maybe your introvert-extrovert ratio if you don't already. And then... I guess curate a life that suits you better but yeah um worth noting by keeping a diary of some sort another one is date yourself so lone time shouldn't be seen as like this pity situation it's a great time to go treat yourself girl girl or boy um like taking yourself out for lunch like i love that that's one of my favorite things to do if i'm just out for the day i've got a day to myself there's no work which i haven't for a few months anyway but on a typical full-time average person's schedule. You've got a day to yourself, take yourself for lunch, because food is so nourishing, it's such a treat when you like treat yourself to something you really crave or what's good for your body. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like, treat yourself as if you were dating yourself. Yeah, put yourself in high regard, show yourself some love, run yourself a bar, uh, go play football, do something that really makes you feel special, treat yourself to a nice bun or a cake at a shop, Try not to be as restrictive to yourself. I've often done that and it's basically ended in me feeling a bit like poo about my alone time. I want to feel good after it. So do things that make you feel good. Not make not, not like in that situation where you're like, I have to do X, Y, Z. We all have life admin. But if you have dedicated time, try and pepper it with things that make you feel pampered or feel, feel like as if your mum had done it for you. Yeah, have that relationship with yourself. Um, and lastly, but not leastly, do something for nothing so i am a big advocate of this basically giving your time literally the smallest amount of time every day or whenever you're alone time um to someone else because it make you feel like you you're showing your compassion and you're more than just yourself you're in this life more than for your own gain and it increases that social connectivity and that belonging and it makes you feel good just by giving to others for example like helping someone cross the road or complimenting your barista or tipping someone a bit extra even if they're a bit of a dick it would just make you feel good because you're like, I didn't have to, but I did. And then after that, you're like, hmm. And then you associate your alone time with positivity and good feelings. So anything that gives good feelings, associate that and creates that like positive cycle as opposed to that negative being on alone time. Anyway, I hope that was helpful and not a ramble. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you like this podcast, please subscribe um, on all, all the podcast platforms, Google, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. Write me a review. If you'd like to see more videos, let me know and appreciate your time. Have fun being alone. As per usual, thank you so much for listening. I do want to ask a little favour though. If you have enjoyed this, please can you rate it in the Apple podcast section um, and write a little comment if you have time. I would really appreciate it. Also, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm on Apple, as I said, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Podbean, Anchor, Spotify, you name it, just search Brown Mind Body. Um, and would also like to thank 
a few people who've messaged me on Instagram, not massaged me on Instagram, about joining my podcast. So there's going to be some cool features coming up. Um, Keep them coming if you have any cool ideas for episodes or if you want to join me about a topic you're super passionate about. Find me on A underscore blanks. That's B-L-A-N-X. And I will welcome any ideas. Lots of love.